everybody. Welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. I am joined today by Brother Lee, no stranger to the podcast at all. He's here um, more often than he's not. And then we have Brother Julian, who's been here several times, but not enough. He is uh, finally off a long work schedule. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank <laughs> you, Jesus. He, uh, you're you're uh, what were you? How many days straight did you work? Um, there or, was multiple times where I worked eight days straight, but I worked. And these are twenty-four hour days, yes, like so. overnight in the fire station, right? Yeah. And last month I was only home eight days. Last month, oof. Yeah, it was rough. This, those are twenty-four hour days. So yes. people, like when you say you're home yeah. eight days, that means that he never came home the other yeah. 22, 23 days. Yeah, it was bad. That's brutal. Yeah. So thank God you're back, but you do get a few days off. I'm off for 17 days now. So awesome. I'm going to summit. So we've got all kinds of fun stuff going on. We're going to talk about that kingdom kids conference. That's a, that's an exciting uh, deal that we do for children's ministry. And we have some uh, really good help this year. It's going to, it's going to be a fun, fun conference. Um, our weekly recap that we typically do where we talk about our Sunday school. Uh, we don't have a lot to talk about. We will discuss what we did in place of Sunday school this time just because, uh, anyway, it's just the way the church schedule is. Uh, then we have some kind of free-form topics that we're going to hop on. But okay. you know what? what? You brought it up. Let's go ahead and cover Kingdom Kids. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is a fun event. Every year there is the Summit Conference in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. It's at the LeConte Center, and it is for... It's really for anybody, but a lot of a lot of pastors go, um, and there's there's some business that's done for the for the WPF, but it's also just incredible services, just great services. But uh, I think it was in 2016, so five years ago, they started a kids deal called Kingdom Kids, and it has been one of the top. I, I don't think this is hyperbole. Children's conferences that I know of. Like it is so cool. So we do a Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. They're all uh, like a, a story that flows through the three nights. Um, the uh, day services are, are taken care of by other churches. Um, so they're not really necessarily tied into the night services, but the decorations are incredible. They have props. I think they, they took 400 man hours to build the first set. Wow. It's just incredible. It's a castle. It was, I think the original one was like 21 feet tall, uh, 40 feet wide. It's just massive. It's huge. Wow. It was so tall that we had to cut it down because the LeConte Center had a rule that you can only be within 17 inches of the fire fire of the sprinklers. So we had to cut down the top to make it allowable. It's just massive. That's cool. Brother Larry Worthen and Brother Kelly Bass from uh, Murfreesboro. Illinois just absolutely killed it, and every year they've been adding to it. Unfortunately, Brother Bass is is down. I, I think it's his back or shoulder or something. He had to have surgery on, so he's not able to do what he normally does. But the decorations are still going to be incredible, but just maybe not that that extra wow. Like we had a huge pirate ship in addition to the castle last wow. year. The, the the pirate ship was one you could actually stand in. It was. <laughs> 30 feet long or 20 feet long probably it had a mast that was almost as tall as the castle it was unbelievable just incredible so but this year is not going to be any slouch and then the the, the performances we have some of the top children's people from across the united states coming um, tyler hodge is just phenomenal he's just incredible and he's he is the 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 main gear that this thing revolves around there he's just incredible and then we have uh, this time from Spokane, Washington. We've got people from Durham, North Carolina. We have people from uh, Mississippi uh, all participating as part of the conference. And this time, Brother Julian's going to be there. Yay! And we almost oh, had Brother Lee. We were, yes, almost. We were Chan- uh, plans changed the last yeah. second. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we were going to have you be the product. Oh, I don't want to. If there's any kids listen, <laughs> just zone out right now. But you were going to be the prodigal knight. Hmm. Because you know there was a night that during the pandemic, <clears throat> see the, mm. the the kingdom had a, had a had a plague that hit it. Ah, you yeah, see the parallel. See, uh-huh. And during that plague, one of the knights lost touch with the king, and he started falling out. Well, the last night, nobody. I hope nobody's listening to this. No kids. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's somebody listening. Love your ears. <laughs> yeah. But the last night, the prodigal comes back. Okay. And, and Brother Lee, you were going to be that prodigal. I was hoping we could sneak in at the end. Uh, but anyway, we got somebody else to fill it. But man, Brother Julian, I'm excited. I am super excited. That you're you're the Red Knight, right? No, Blue. Blue, Blue, blue Knight. That's right. Knight. You're Sir Oliver. Yep, That's Sir right. Oliver. 
I'm really excited. I've been reading over the script. What um, I talked to Kim about the part where you guys got together. You guys did some meeting. Um, I am like just the layout of it. I've heard of Kingdom Kids in the years past. I wanted to go last year in 2020. Uh, almost bought my ticket, but you know we know that year got canceled. But I'm super excited. So I, I my wife and kids, we're all going. Um, Kim is like the green leader of like the group, so she's excited. She actually bought, bought this whole get up and everything for oh, it. How cool! And then the uh, and then my kids are just they're all like we're going to have Sunday school all week, and they're just super excited. So I love it. Yeah. So uh, for those that have never been there before, we did a lot of it playing off of kind of the medieval times style. If you've ever been to a medieval times uh, dinner show thing that they have where the audience is broken into colors, the knights are you know, the similar colors and everybody cheers for their night. Well, that's what we do. So we have four sections. We have, there's actually five, but you know, the prodigal, <laughs> he kind of <laughs> struggled this year. So we have four sections and every section has a section leader, which is your wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the green, I think. Green, she said, yeah. And so she is uh, leading the green. They have chants. They're awesome. Like, you know, we're the raisin praising cream machines. We fight for Jesus. He's our king. Anyway, they're, yeah. they're, and Brother Tyler Hodge wrote all these. They're super cool. Yeah, I've been listening to you. I'm make sure I have my blue chant down. <laughs> I don't have it down yet, so I'm not going to do it right now. But yeah. Well, that one's just, the easiest one. That's the echo. Yeah, it is the echo. One. You're lucky yeah. because yeah. the others are not. And yeah. so everybody tries to turn theirs into an echo, and that's cheating. We yeah. don't want to do that. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's going to be fun. But it's going to be a ball, and we are going to recap it very heavily. In fact, in fact, Brother Julian, you'll be there. So help me remember, I want to record a podcast there. Okay. Which night so I can remember? Uh, day. We'll have a to day, do the day, day on Wednesday, yeah. probably. Maybe. Okay. It might go into Thursday because Wednesday's a really, really busy day. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there's a bunch of sessions going on, so... Maybe Thursday. It might be a okay. day late, but we got Tyler there. Uh, between me and Tyler, I think we can have a good one. And whoever we pick up. Yep. So noted. D- Delaney's going to be there too. Yes. And Delaney's a like a little kid's favorite right now. She seems like everywhere we're going, awesome. asking for her. So as for everyone who's out there, Delaney Record will be there. <sighs> That's right. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. It's going to be cool. She's the she's the princess, mm-hmm. um, and we we've. Uh, I'm trying to be careful how I say this, but she is a very strong, uh, she's really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're throwing a lot at her. So we're having her do stuff that we may not have had a princess do in the past as far as some lessons and a bunch of stuff. So we're really throwing her heavily into the mix. It's gonna so it's going to be awesome. Fun. So we will miss you, Brother Lee, Yeah. but you'll be with us in spirit. And uh, We'll send anyway. lots of pictures. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a really good text thread on it. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's exciting. Um, but we have a couple things we want to talk about. And, and the first one, Brother Lee, you when we were talking about the podcast, you had a, a, an idea you wanted to talk about. And, and I think God kind of fleshed your idea out for you during <laughs> service tonight. So yes. why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I, I was hoping you guys were paying attention tonight in service. Uh, so anyway, uh, I was driving the other day and um, I was listening to the radio and a talk show came on and it was a pastor's corner or something like that. I'm not going to mention the church there. I think they're, they're like a chain church in California. Like, I think like in and out that's they're everywhere <laughs> um you know i don't want the uh, cavalry to ca- i mean ca- cavalry to come and anyway so they're on there and i sat there i'm listening i don't remember what the question was people were calling in talking to the pastors and they're answering questions and whatever and so i'm listening and the answer, I can't remember what the question was, but the pastor said, well, you, you know, he's talking and they're all members of this organization. And he said, well, you remember the 70s, 80s and 90s and what great revival we had? Well, revival's over. It's done. There's no more revival. And now we're just living in reality. And I don't know if he's talking about COVID and just things that are going on. Can right you imagine being part of this dude's church? <laughs> oh, I, I'd, I'd so be so that. depressed listening to my pastor say something that's stupid. <laughs> exactly. And, and, I'm, and I'm sitting there and I go, it's over. And I just started thinking, I'm going, man, how sad. Yeah. I'm like going, what, I wonder what they're doing in their church. And I know that, you know, that this, that this is time, um, that a lot of churches are losing members and things like that. But I sat there and again, I know we've kind of touched on this before of how, how 
things and like our Sunday school department has grown and just put together and things like that. But and after tonight's service, when he started talking, you know, I just started thinking, I go, you know what? I don't care. Like we're having, we're in revival right now in the traditional sense of revival. We have an evangelist and Brother Howard's doing a phenomenal job. And uh, so we're in revival um, in that sense. But I guarantee it. I, I've been willing to bet. Well, we're not going to bet, but uh, right. we lay odds. So I thought, <laughs> okay, not going to do that either. But if I could imagine, if Brother Howard were to leave, I don't know how long this revival is going to go, you know, and it's just going to, God's going to, you know, whatever. But I guarantee it, if you were to leave tonight and say, okay, you know, I'm moving on, whatever, the church would say, okay, I guess revival. So we would not say that. And, I, no. and he would not want us to say that. No, you know, it'd be like, we're just getting started. And, uh, and I think that, you know, if you're in a church and maybe you don't, maybe you can't afford to have evangelists come through or whatever, I, I guess, I don't know, maybe we are paying him. I, I figured we were. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> the guy's got to eat. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, if you, maybe your church can't, you know, afford it, you don't have it, whatever. But you know what? It's in us. <clears> Every one of us have a, you know, I'm so excited. I'm like a puppy dog in a hubcap factory right now. I'm ready to just, <laughs> okay, anyway, so we're, <laughs> I am so excited. Tonight's service was awesome, and it's, it's, I, I think, I really, I mean, that wasn't an accident that you heard that today. I really don't believe, because I'm, Brother Howard was specifically talking about how a lot of churches right now are saying, well, it'll never be the same. Yeah, and he exactly. many times referenced the new normal and how he hates that phrase yeah. and how we should just be, now he's not saying this, but other people have said that we just need to be accustomed to the new world that we're in, that people are going to be skittish, that people aren't going to want to come to church, that revival is dead, that, that all exactly what you said, that, that revival is, is no longer possible because we're in a new normal. Yeah. And he absolutely blew that out of the water. It was so good. And, and one thing I'm telling you when he was saying it was the concept that we can almost talk ourselves into that, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of people that are still scared and we, we know it's true. We'll knock on doors and, and people are still skittish. You open the door half inch instead of opening it like they used to, or they're wearing a mask or they're not, they're talking through the, the keyhole instead mm -hmm. of, and we can almost get to the point where we'll never get back to where we were with our buses. I, yeah. I, I, it, not that I ever bought into that, but I'm telling you after tonight's service, I mean, any shred of doubt is blown out of the water. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I cannot wait to see what God's going to do packing these buses out yeah. more than before. Not, not like before, but beyond, you know, when we recently, I sat in a, uh, it was for a, a funeral that the fire department we requested to go and sit in. It was for an older gentleman. Um, he was a World War II veteran. He was also a firefighter in the East Coast. Well, he asked us to go and sit there. So we sat in the back row. We flew an American flag. Well, the preacher went up and he started talking at the end. And he was a non-denominational church. Um, I'm sitting there and like it's, it was like the they were singing a song and it was so dry. And it was like they, they, they were singing songbook hymns. They, I mean, they were, the melody was a lot different than what I'm used to, but they, they were singing it, and it was just so dry. But at the end, the preacher was talking, and he was talking about how this man, how he has love and all this stuff. Well, he's all, you could also have the love of God if you accept Jesus in your, in your heart. And so he did the sinner's prayer at the end, but it was, it was down to a point to where he said, you don't even need to even say it out loud. Just whisper in your head. And so he, he goes to the prayer, and then at the end, he's just like, and any of you who's ever, if you whispered that in your head, please let us know, because you're now saved. And we want to like make sure, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is so sad. Yeah, yeah. This is sad that people think that this is salvation. And no, and no wonder why they're saying revival's dead. It's because they're not in the right church. Mm -hmm. They're not doing it. I can promise you right now, there's no, we're confessing out loud. We're worshiping. We're shouting. We're seeing people get filled with the Holy Ghost. We got two get baptized tonight, two get filled with the Holy Ghost tonight. Awesome. Like, revival's real. And, uh, we had you know, like 19 in the last three weeks get the Holy yeah, Ghost. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah, and revival's not dead. You know, I, I, would, I remember I had some uh, people come to my home. I was like 15 years old, and they came to knock on the door. And they were like, hey, uh, we, we want to tell you about God. And I, was, and I was curious about the religion. And I said, do you guys believe in the Holy Ghost? They were like, the Holy Ghost? Like, that's, that was back, that, that don't happen no more. 
And I remember 15 years old, I'm like, oh no, it's real. And I'm telling them, I'm witnessing yeah. to them, I'm saying like how it was in the book of Acts, that still happens. Well, these people, they left and then they came back. And then they were just to talk to me, I'm 15 years old. My mom's like, why do you guys want to talk to my son? They're like, because we want to ask him about the Holy Ghost. And it's just, people are hungry for it. Revival's out there. There's, unfortunately, there's denominations that they don't, they don't, buy into the whole truth and they don't have revival you know but we believe and we're gonna see it in our bus ministry i i got so hyped up about tonight i'm like i want to knock and i want to see every single bus pull up full yeah not a gradual full next sunday full all of them and i believe it could happen i think absolutely i i I think i think you know uh and I, I think we're kind of seeing it, but I, I hope there's a bigger spark and this just mentality that you know what, let that light shine. Let let's get out there and and you know like you know be the 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 help or the you know the lifter up of of, of people in this community. I think we could just really turn things around and yeah. just you know be the people to go to and say, well, how can we guys. What is it about you or something? I, I just, yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm excited. Yeah, I, it's not the power of positive thinking, but there is a, such a truth in you get what you expect to get. Yeah. When you go on outreach with expectancy, that people are going to be excited when you get there, that people are going to want to come, it, it is a real game changer as opposed to nobody nobody wants to come anymore everybody's scared if you go on with that mentality genuinely everybody you find is going to be scared because that's yeah. how it, you're going to find what you look for yeah yeah exactly. and brother julian that, that is the most depressing thing i've ever heard that guy uh, that pastor that i mean they've they've taken out every action that anyone has to take anymore mm-hmm. we, they've stripped it out you no longer have to repent no longer have to be baptized no longer have to receive the holy ghost in fact you don't even have to say anything just just <laughs> believe yeah. and <laughs> Yeah, it, that's you know, so pitiful. It's just, it just makes us so happy to be a part of a Bible-believing church. You yes. know, like a church that believes in salvation and believes in the Holy Ghost. Because yes. it would be so sad otherwise. It would be so sad. You know. You know. Hopefully, I mean, I, I, well, it's it's amazing. So. I said the sinner's prayer about five times throughout my life when I was five. What'd that do for you? It didn't do do a lot. uh, But at least I said it, though, out loud. So I guess times have changed. So this has been 50 years, you know, since the first time or so. But... uh, um, but, but eventually, you know what, God will find people that are hungry. And I guess I was hungry, you know, so, uh, absolutely. You know, but, uh, but you know, it, it is sad. So I know this is a children's ministry people. podcast and it sounds like we're off topic, but we are not off topic. No, 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 this no. is about revival. It is about the, uh, that revival is still, it's, it's for 2021. It's for 2022 in our Sunday school classes. I know things got weird. I mean, we didn't even have kids in our classroom. Yeah. I mean, that was the weirdest Sunday yeah. school we've ever had. And then when they started trickling back, everyone was scared. Not us, but the, every kid that we brought was, you know, everybody was, you know, are we even allowed to have Sunday school? Do we have to have masks? It was just such a weird deal. And I, I cannot, uh, I, I can't wait until uh, just all that's gone. Because I really believe that that, that what he said the new normal yeah. <laughs> is is not um, a an expansion on 2020 it's going to be 2019 2018 2014 when we had 60 bus kids get the holy ghost yeah. it's going to be that times 10 we're exactly. going to we're going to see yeah. it over yeah. and over again i'm so i'm so excited yeah. you know in the last couple of days uh i was at the church praying and one of the things i've been praying about is obviously i i always try to mention sunday school our bus kids in prayer and just seeing the Holy Ghost poured out. I've been, and I, I thank God about what's happened in VBS, what happened in our Holy Ghost service recently. All those kids are being, you know, uh, Sunday school kids getting baptized and getting the Holy Ghost. It's beautiful. I want to see healings. And I believe we can start, and it's going to happen. And I think even with tonight preaching, you know, he's talking about revival, having faith and stuff like that. I was like, I want to have the sun, Sunday school service where we pray and people were sick, maybe whatever it may be, you know, and they walk away knowing that they were healed in that yeah. Sunday school service. I want to start seeing that yeah. too, not just, yeah. the Holy Ghost is beautiful. I just know there's more, there is more, so. Yeah, I've been, you know, we, we have that, that prayer slide that says pray for powerful healings. My, my dad, we had pray for healing, and he said, no, I want that, pow- I want word powerful in there. 
And every time I see that, I, I really do. I, I think, God, I want to see it with my eyes. I, I don't want to hear that someone got healed of something internal only. I mean, I, that's right, right, incredible. Right, right. When I uh-huh. hear about people getting healed from cancer, it happens all the time in our church. It really does. Like we have many, many miracles of people being healed from cancer. I want to see it. I want to see something happen where I can say I was there when they stood up out of that wheelchair or you know, whatever yeah. God does. But yeah. I want to see it. I, I, I'm, and I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, I'm so excited. Um, so the, the next topic we're going we're to cover is a little more on the lighter side as far as some of them are kind of funny. Uh, but Brother Julian had the idea of talking about... Um, Maybe some mistakes we've done. Yeah. Uh, we've all started somewhere. You know, uh, Brother Lee, you've been teaching how long? Uh, over 20 years. 20 years. I, I, I think it's about maybe a little less for myself, but pretty close. Uh, Brother Julian, it's been... Like 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, 25 years, you weren't always as experienced as you are now. <laughs> right. And we collectively yeah. <laughs> have made a lot of stupid decisions. We've done a lot of silly stuff. Uh, so we're going to kind of recount some of the oopses, <laughs> yeah. some of the learning points, what we learned from them, how we, you know, how we not only got over them, but how we were able to uh, uh, become better out of it. So uh, where do you want to start with, Julian? This is your well, topic. So. Okay, so uh, so the newbie time, right? So you're the new guy, you're, you're nervous, you got, and kids, and you guys said it last podcast, like podcast before. They're unpredictable. Mm. It is like you don't know. They may be like totally in your corner, or they may be against you when you're teaching. And uh, I remember my first day. So when I was brought into Sunday school, it was brother Caleb Dylan. He was like, "Come and check it out. We'll show you around." Like, well, little did I know when I showed up that day, it was hey, show you around and get up in front and sing a song with us, you know. <laughs> and I loved it. But uh, he, he, we started doing it, and then shortly afterwards, I was asked to do a puppet show. And this was my like moment where I realized like, you know, you need to work out the point where you get the, the stutters out. You need to like, you know, practice it until you kind of have it memorized. So we were talking about creation and I'm like, we're building up creation and we're, we brought up this thing. I'm like, on day one, God made this and the puppets are popping out and like there's sun and light. And then I said, God made Adam and God made Steve. No, you didn't. I did. I did. <laughs> but I caught it like that. I was like, Steve, I mean, Eve. But I know I said it out loud. I said it out loud. And it was one of those moments where I, I was so nervous that like you're just saying things. And I looked at brother, uh, brother uh, Blair was in the back and his jaw like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Eve, 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 Eve. Like, I was like, oh my word. I was already like, you know, so my lesson that I learned there is just practice and practice and practice. Get those nerves out because you're going to, you know, you're going to say something really, really dumb on accident. You know, and, I, and I, we've made little mistakes here and there uh, since then, of course, you know, I'm not in no way perfect, but, um, you know, when you're the new guy, uh, practice, you're, you're, you're going to mess up. You're going to get nervous and just get those nerves out and uh, get your hand on good material. Where you just like, you just learn and try to absorb as much as you can. <laughs> well, how about a more recent one, Brother Lee? How about one, uh, maybe you can oh, tell everybody. No, I want to go back. Oh, you, oh, you want to start yeah, a little yeah, earlier. I, I okay, we'll get to the one where we'll you uh, almost destroyed <laughs> yeah, the church. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so this is just in general teaching, okay? So I was... Uh, uh, I was asked to teach in Ellen Lead in the Sunday School. Um, so I was asked to teach the science class here at the LCA, the Christian school here, Lighthouse Christian Academy. And the way it worked, it worked out because my work schedule is Monday through Thursday and I had Fridays off. So the way it worked, I taught the science, the high school, you know, senior, junior, um, chemistry, science class, whatever it was. And, um, but the way they did is, because I worked, had a real job, not that teaching isn't a real job, but, but the way it worked out. All the teachers out there are going to stone you. I love teaching. Actually, that's what I really, I, anyway, that's another story. But um, so anyway, so they said, well, here's what we're going to do. You come in on Fridays and we'll have the kids for like three hours. So like an hour and a half and then take a break and then another hour, hour and a half, whatever. So anyway, so, so, so about three so I come and to me it's working out good. I'm teaching what I love, science and whatever. And... Uh, about three or four weeks into the uh, three or four Fridays, because they, they didn't have science all week, and they loaded us up on Friday. You know, we're sitting there, and uh, and I'm lecturing, doing all this stuff, 
And I go, does anybody have any questions? And this one girl, she sits there, she raises her hand and she goes, is this what you're gonna do like every Friday? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She goes, like, come, come here and like talk to us. And I'm like, well, well what do you want me to do? You know? And she's like, well, it's, it's, it's hard to sit here and listen for like three hours or something. I go and and you know and I, and I'm you know I'm, I'm building up our time. I'm, I'm losing these kids. I'm nothing. I didn't have the patience. I, I have a lot of patience now. So I'm sitting there and I and I and I said I go I go. Well, I bet you could sit through a three-hour movie and not have a problem with that, couldn't you? And the class just stared at me, and she just sat there and she, she didn't she didn't complain anymore. But <laughs> I, I, I went there. I did. Ouch. I, <laughs> but. but I, you know what? I, I I sat there and I thought, what? And I'm like, well, I don't know what it, what it, you know. So Wait, I, I don't. Know. Was this girl in church? <laughs> but no, she was. I don't think she, she wasn't in this church. I'll tell you that much. She was. She I was about to say, do you know something about not, her that nobody else knew? Not, <laughs> wow. not everybody that comes here necessarily goes to our church. But anyway, um, so I. But then I started thinking. I was teaching Sunday school at the time. And I thought my Sunday school classes back then were, were probably a lot like that. They come in, I teach a lesson or whatever. I didn't do object lessons. I, I, I think I, I'm trying to think, you know, when we were preparing for this, if I really did object lessons like we do. I don't, it, it, I probably had a few, but I don't think, uh, and I sat there and I started, when I started thinking, I wonder if the kids were, if I was boring them for that 40 minutes or whatever. Cause we, I love, and, and I, the point is, is, that's the way we did it back then, and uh, I mean, I taught the the, the the I think it was eight to twelve year olds or something like that, and uh, they probably came in. I probably gave a lesson. We had those those like big booklet things, like some kind of curriculum, and most of it was was. I didn't think it was very good, and so I kind of make up my own stuff. But I mean, there may have been a craft here or there, or an object lesson here and there. But uh, and, and I probably did a few things, but it wasn't. I don't think it was a, you know. So it was probably boring back then. So I think I was a probably boring teacher. So you learned to mix the it one up, girl. Yeah. So add some visuals. So you know, sometimes you just. But I think so. You know, you learn from that maybe, and I, and I think one of the things we do, we got to do it again, is we've had our teacher meetings, stuff, just brainstorming. You know, there's like they, they talk about brainstorming, forming, storming, norming, whatever, performing, and uh, uh, I think you know having that those periodic meetings and stuff like that. What can we continue to do better and whatever? <clears throat> yeah, but I start off, good. I think I was pretty boring in the beginning, but. <clears throat> more exciting that's now. awesome well so. it's my turn for my confessional <laughs> i don't think i've ever told you guys this one. Oh, great um, i'm excited so yeah. i was actually in calgary canada and uh we were we were doing a, a kid's service there and i did the, the hydrogen balloons one for the, brother lee is the one that introduced this to us um and anyway you can make hydrogen gas with muriatic acid and aluminum foil and you put it in balloons, it blows up. It's really cool. You can do all, anyway, it's a great lesson. It's an awesome lesson. But what I didn't know is that not all muriatic acid is created equal. And so I'm in Calgary and I can't find it anywhere. And I'm just thinking, well, Home Depot will have it. Well, Home Depot that always has it here doesn't have it in Canada. And I didn't know why. I went to Lowe's. They didn't have it. I went everywhere. Walmart didn't have it. Nobody had it. All the places I'm accustomed to getting it doesn't have it. So I'm scrambling. I'm looking online thinking like, where in Canada do they have, like, where's, there's got to be a source for it. Or is it illegal? I mean, if it's so, I got to switch gears pretty quick. Well, I found a place that's called Canadian Tire of all places. And if you, you're from Canada, you know all about this. Canadian Tire is like a, what is that? Home. The AC the kicked AC on. Kicked on. Is it that one? Or the, I think it's the main one. The main one. Anyway, so uh, Canadian Tire is like a, it's huge. They don't sell tires. I mean, they probably do, but it's like a Walmart. I mean, it's massive. They, have, they sell everything. Well, I found muriatic acid in this one creepy section of Canadian Tire, and it's all bagged up. So it's all in a plastic bag. It's like hermetically sealed, and it looks like it just looks dangerous. Like, you know, I'm like, is this normal? Yeah, it's muriatic acid. That's what it is. Well, it was ultra concentrated and I had no idea. Okay, I just thought muriatic acid, muriatic acid. Well, it was in the package because if it touches you, it's gonna burn your fire out of you, I guess. So I take this over there and I did test it and I thought, man, this stuff smells really strong. 
But uh, it's, it's, I'm just in a closed room here, and that's why I'm feeling like this. Well, let me tell you, when I did it in front of the whole church, it was so potent. I'm t- I thought I was going to die. I was up there, and I'm scooting it back from the kids further and further, and people like six rows back are going... <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like kids are like retching. I had kids up there. I'm like, guys, go back to your seat. Go back to your seat. It was dying. I finally had a guy run it outside because it was so bad. It was the smoke that was coming out of that thing. It had to have taken like ten years off my life. Like, there's no way I am the same man I was before that. Uh, oh, so, uh, my learning moment was. Uh, yeah, don't take anything for granted. Yeah. It's so because it's especially when it's a field that you dabble in and you have no expertise except what you steal from Brother Lee. Now he would have known that. He would have looked at it and said, "I think I need to water this down." A little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so don't take anything for granted. Try it well ahead of time, where you can change gears if you have to. And I just made the assumption that I would get the same stuff I always get. You know, you can't can't yeah. make any assumptions. So. Anyway, I but learned. The main thing with this topic, though, is how long ago did that happen? Oh, that wasn't too long ago. That was about <laughs> four or five years ago. Four or five. Okay. So mine was right at the beginning. So I want to say close to 10. You're teaching the 20. No one quit. Yeah. We all messed up, but no one quit. Oh, that's just the most recent one. That oh, I, oh, no, no. That's not okay. even the most okay. recent. I'm going to tell you one more recent. Not right now. In my, a second. My point is we're not quitting. That. <laughs> no. And so here quit. we are 20 years deep, and we're still learning. Still learning. Yeah. And we're still like, uh-huh. oops, okay, that I can do better next time. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you're if you're listening to this podcast, and maybe you've only been in this a short time, and you're thinking, uh, you know, I, maybe I, can, I can't do some of the things they're talking about. We mess up all the time. Yeah. We only tell you guys the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You know, so so just my, my point is just like, you know, we've all made mistakes. We've all had that day where we're, we're new, we're uncomfortable, or we're doing something that's, you know, just foreign to us. But we're going to jump in, we're doing it, and we're going to learn. You know, it was kind of like bus ministry, too. When I first ever did bus ministry, um, I was, it was right during peak. Uh, peak, so a lot of people were gone for that conference in, in uh, Oklahoma. And I remember I showed up, and it was me and Brother Lee, and we were given a list of, like, go knock all these doors. Like, we were just like, all right. I mean, we did it, and we knocked, like, probably 30 doors. I think most of them were no's because there was just a list of names. And then the kids got on the bus, and we tried to sing songs. And I remember I knew how to make one animal balloon, and somehow I knew how to make a dog. And I was able to piece it together. But, you know, it was uncomfortable, but we had a blast, you know, and it wasn't our norm. But we, we still, and now we're both involved, you know, we love it, you know, it's just don't, you know, always, there's always going to be a point where you're the new person, but jump in, yeah. do it, learn, and be uncomfortable for a little bit, but God will give you that ability yeah. to overcome it, so. Well, we got to tell a few more stories. Okay, okay, let's tell we some more tell stories. We've got to tell a few okay. more. Okay. So there, there's a sequence of stories that has become historical at In the Lighthouse okay. between Brother Blair, myself, and Brother Lee, who, Brother Lee kind okay. of ended a, a, a series we had going on. Uh, so, so this one, this, okay, this, this story I want to tell involves fire, but it's not, it's not, hold on, I got one. This is a different one. Yes, yeah, a different one. So, so, okay, the other topic is, is, is have a uh, backup plan, okay, because sometimes things go wrong, but try to be prepared, okay, and so anyway, so we're doing the, uh, it was the Harvest Fest thing, so we do our Sunday school booth, and we do some tricks, not tricks, uh, we do some object lessons and whatever, and so I'm doing the, uh, and I was all excited, worked so great, at, it worked great at home. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, Always works good at home. I, so I built a uh, cardboard um, um, Sodom and Gomorrah town, and I had a load of alcohol, and I was going to do my, my dust and doom, call fire down from heaven and burn the city up and this and that. And so I'm sitting there, well, I couldn't get the thing to light. It's like, so it's not lighting at all. And, uh, and, and then my, my, um, my lighter got all fouled up with the, the dust, the doom stuff. It's all clogged up. My lighter, I can't even get the lighter to light, you know, let alone light my city up. And so I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, this is terrible. And I go, okay, as I was saying, the prophets of Baal tried to call fire down from heaven and they couldn't do it. I'm here, I'm talking about Lot in the city. And, you know, everybody's like looking at me like, okay, well... You gotta know God and and whatever. So you gotta just gotta go with the flow, whatever. And, right. and uh, but anyway, so that's I couldn't get the fire. So you learn. 
<laughs> you need to have backup plan. You got to have a backup <laughs> Speaking of Harvest Fest, I wasn't even going to tell this because I forgot about it until you said this, okay? Uh, we were doing the uh, the elephant, elephant toothpaste, toothpaste. Nice. the big version, yes. the big boy version, like uh-huh. the one that sh- if you do it right will shoot 30, 40 feet in the air. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. Uh, anyway, if you want to do it, I th- it's all on ApostolicSundaySchool.com. I think it's called the, the, the outside version or the big version or not in home version or something. Uh, but it's, it's gnarly and you got to get some uh, really potent hydrogen peroxide that'll actually bleach your fingers and it feels like little bees are stinging you if it touches you. It's gnarly stuff. But the reaction is just unbelievable. The first time we did it was just miraculous. I mean, it shot. We have a video. It's just unbelievable. 30, 40 feet in the air. It was just thing of beauty. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we wanted to reproduce it because it was so good. You know, we're going to do it again. So we had it set up. Uh, if you know anything about Rialto, especially during winter times, it's very windy. Yes. Very windy. But it's usually in, at nighttime, it starts to calm down. So during harvest, it's usually okay. But the wind could do anything. And right. so that night, it wasn't windy, but it was breezy. <clears throat> and elephant toothpaste generates foam, lots of it. It's very light and it could go anywhere. Well, this time, instead of being on the north end of the grass, we we're on the south end. Uh, and for some reason, the wind it pushes it toward the center there instead of away from everybody. At least, at least that time it did. So, uh, we had all these people standing around and and the elephant toothpaste actually, it it creates like a, uh, help me with this, but it's like an iodine, right? Like where, where it it discolors. It's like a, it's like that, the the, The purple. Yeah. It's like a purple, but it'll discolor anything it touches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, It's yeah. It's like that. If you, if you get iodine on your clothes, that's what it leaves. We didn't think about that. And we didn't think that there are literally 3,000 people at Harvest Fest. <laughs> mm-hmm. And before it went so perfectly, it was like this perfect stream up and perfect stream down, and it never touched anybody. Well, Casey Lynn Clark was helping in Sunday school at the time, and, and she said, please, can I do that one? Can I pour it in? I'm like, yeah, she'd never done it before. <laughs> and she like stepped in at that moment. I was totally cool with it. Yeah, yeah, do it. <clears throat> what I didn't tell her and I didn't even think to tell her, was that it happens instant. So the second you pour that in, jump, like get out of the way. She, I don't know what she was thinking. She <laughs> was looking down the tube when it went off. Yes. So remember this. she pours it in and it hits her right in the face. <laughs> the elephant toothpaste. I mean, we're talking like a volcano. Yeah. If you've seen it, it's, it's so powerful. It's and it sprays this foam right in her eyes up her nose, in her mouth. She's completely, and I, I don't know enough about science to think, is she going to die? Like, I don't know. I, I'm thinking, I, I don't think so, but it's very hot. Like the, it's a very uh, steamy, I've, I burned myself in the glass after it's very hot Yeah. and it hit her right in the face. And I am in a panic when I say, I, I like, I, I don't know what to do. So I'm, you know, we, we try to clean her up. I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? Oh God. Oh God. Oh Jesus. Please let her be okay. I, I mean, it was the most sickening horrifying feeling like I just killed somebody and I didn't even do it. I mean, she dumped it in, but still it was just like kind of my fault. Um, but (laughs) I don't know if it was hitting her and then like the shrapnel blowing in the air. So in addition to her getting in the face, hitting in the face, the foam sprayed the crowd and there was a, uh, probably at least four or five people that had nice clothes that were stained and they were really bent out of shape. Like, and I'm already dealing with like a, what I think is a medical emergency. Right. Long story short, she was fine, didn't get hurt at all. But I, I was terrified already. And now these people are coming up saying, "You paying for my clothes?" And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, get your name and phone number. I mean, I'm a basket case, a complete basket case. And so, long story short, again, is pastor said, "Get their name, phone number, tell them to give us receipts, and we'll pay for every bit of clothes that they got messed up." Not one person came back and gave us a receipt. So. <laughs> well. But that was the most horrifying. Yeah. And I, I don't even know what I learned from it, except you cannot be too careful. Yeah. With certain things, you just got to be careful. You, you, you got to be careful. And it was one that we've done a lot now. I mean, I do it all the time. I mean, not all the time, but with some frequency. I have this, you know, the hydrogen peroxide in my closet. I mean, that's, I have a lot of it. Um, but, whew. Just be careful because some of this stuff, it looks easy when you see someone else do it, but practice it until, until it really is something that you can do without yep. 
uh, getting in trouble. Yeah. I, I still got yeah. kind of shaky yeah. telling that story. I don't like that story. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of them that we would think of, you know, putting holes in ceilings, kids grabbing fireballs and stuff. Well, that's, that safe, was what we are going to... Yeah, so... Well, quickly, quickly, <laughs> because we don't have enough time. But uh, we actually got banned from using fire in Sunday school. Yeah, yeah. So don't be us. <laughs> it started out with Brother Blair, who did the... Uh, the the burning bush one where, where you dip a dollar in alcohol mixed with water and you light the dollar bill on fire and the, the, the alcohol burns off, the water protects the dollar and no harm. And the bush was, you know, consumed or was not consumed even though it was on fire. It's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Well, he decided to do it with a bath towel. Yeah. Without practicing. And I don't know <laughs> that he ever practiced the mix of alcohol yeah. and water. And I'll never forget seeing him trying to put this thing out. It's got a four-foot flame, probably. Oh, I bet. It's huge. And he's swinging it with a pair of tongs around the fellowship hall trying to put this out. The kids think it's the best object lesson they've ever seen, just this sheet of flame flying over their heads. Yeah. And he's scared. I'm scared. Everybody's scared. So that was strike one. Uh, then I did strike two, which is there's, there's an object lesson where you, you grab the fireballs. You can actually hold the flaming balls. Um, and, and we talk about how it's like the Holy Ghost. You know, sometimes it looks scary, but really you know, it's not going to hurt you. God's going to protect you. Not protect you. He doesn't have to protect right, you from the Holy right, Ghost. But right, right. anyway, uh, so uh, I was doing that lesson and I thought I'd practiced it, but I ended up dropping those fireballs and they rolled under the kids' chairs. And the kids had just seen me handle it, so they know this thing can't hurt me. Well, it's fire. Of course it can hurt you. Yeah. And so they're almost diving on it because everybody wants their shot at it. And I remember like parting the kids like the Red Sea. I was Moses uh, trying to get my, my flaming fireballs yeah, back. Yeah. yeah, so that was strike two. Brother Lee, why don't you tell us about yeah, strike three? so strike three. So we had these uh, beautifully handcrafted offering baskets. So it was kind of a variation on the theme of Scotty Blair's uh, object lessons. So I had the alcohol. And I can't remember exactly... Why would you do it in an offering basket? I, I can't remember exactly what... You know what? A, what? A, what the lesson was? <laughs> it was all lost in the fire. So, so I have dollar bills, all this money. Well, you, and, if I remember yeah. right, you you lined the offering basket with aluminum foil. Yeah, it's thinking so it would hold the alcohol. So, the, so the, yeah. So the basket, it's a wicker basket, and with it leaked. Felt. <laughs> And, uh, and it, you know, I, I'll tell you in, in you know, in, in retrospect on, on what went wrong, uh, I think I actually didn't have enough of the alcohol in the report. <laughs> Water. Well, it was alcohol water mix. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think there are parts of the basket and the um, um, the felt that didn't have, have the soap, so they were dry. And so the flames, I think, started. And these are wick. We're talking wicker, dried wicker baskets, right? Just like fire starter yep. material. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, so I, so I light this thing up. It's going well. But then it's like, this thing's not going. Now it's turning around. I, the black, the, the wicker's turning. It starts smoking. And I'm burning burning this thing kids are yeah he's burning money that's you can go to prison for that and i'm i'm, 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 I'm can i <laughs> do not fold spindle mutilator used to, uh, you know. and i'm sitting there and i'm like and i get it and, I, and I, I i don't know who ran it outside so i run it outside there's this smoke and kids like i say kids are coughing running outside and somebody starts stomping on this basket to put it out yeah it was me <laughs> And then the Super Sunday School superintendent comes up and and uh, and he looks and sees. Well, I grab this flaming basket and I throw it outside. Unbeknownst to me, he's outside, and I more or less. It's the one that he did himself, and this is my father-in-law, awkwardly, and. It was not funny. And but it's he wasn't still not your father in law at the time. No. So that's a good story here. Because it's like mercy and forgiveness. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell it super, super fast. Okay. So um, it lands at his feet. We, I'm laughing because it's funny, I think. Yeah. He saw my laughter as an even more of an insult to his, to his basket that just got burned. And he is. He's, he's so mad. He's hotter than the basket. Right and I, in fact, Wayne Arnett was out there, our head usher. He was standing there. 
And he later said, I've never seen him that angry in my life. Yeah. <laughs> he was so mad. He, he was like shaking. He said, you will never have fire in Sunday school again. We're like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Never, never, no, no, no. Never, never. Never fire. We hate fire. We don't like it. <laughs> well, uh, thank God. You know, t- uh, God is merciful and, and time heals all wounds. And so, I, I, t- I did. I felt so bad. And uh, I mean, I, I think I took a little sabbatical leave from Sunday school. Did you really? I did. I, I, I quit for a while. I felt bad. Yeah. For like, <laughs> and then they recruited a fireman and we're all good now. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled back at the fire. Well, bottom line is we, we didn't need to be more careful. Yeah. We and so uh, if, if you don't learn anything else is, is yes, it's cool to have exciting, big visuals, um, bigger the better up to a point. But just be careful. Yeah. Just be careful. Never put the kids at risk or your or the room that you're in. Well, luckily, we had an outside to throw it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, if it was, a, imagine that that being a hallway. Oh, well, we had done. Yeah. You know what? The last really big science experiment that we did, the one with the the cannon that yeah. blew up and uh, blew a homeless thing. Well. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not that one. The bigger one. The one that would have blown the whole ceiling off. Oh yeah. <laughs> My point is that. That one, we, we came, we got together, we practiced, yeah, yeah. we did the fire yeah. one. We're like, okay, we can't do this, we should do it here. And we're, you know, we're taking the precautions. We learned from them, we got from it, you know. So, I mean, we did actually put a hole, but that was <clears throat> on a very small level, just end up yeah, in a yeah. little hole. It sounds like we're a bunch of lunatics and yeah. we don't care. We do we care. Do. But when you do Sunday school for 20, 25 years, stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the harder you try, the more mistakes you're going to make. Not that we're out to make mistakes, but hey, at least we're owning them. You know, we, yeah. we know that we're, we have to get stuff to learn. Okay, so there's another one. I, I'd come, kind of forgotten about it. So I was doing a, uh, I, I love the, 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 uh, the, the five-gallon yeah, alcohol. Cool. Oh, yeah, you did that in my kitchen almost killed me. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I like, well, so speaking of doing it in other places, uh, so we don't just do damage here in our own church. I, I like yeah, to, to spread I like the wealth. To, I like to spread <laughs> it's beautiful. So I was visiting and doing a Sunday school thing over in Brother uh, Garrett's Ukaipa Church. And, and, and of course, Ian uh, recently reminded me of this one. Well, I had like, I think, I think it was right out. I don't know, somehow I was at the Twin Towers and something. I had my thing, had the alcohol on the thing. And I like blew this thing and I just underestimated the power of the force of the alcohol. And I blew the jail, blew the thing up. I, I burned their carpet. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. No. And I said, Ian's like, wow, my Sunday school teacher started our carpet on fire. And I'm like, oh, just stomping it out. So I had a little bit. It was, it was a rented building, so it didn't matter. Um, but <laughs> But anyway, uh, so yeah, I had to have that little one. Oh, I don't think I told you that. No, no, the, la- the last one I'm going to tell, and, and, the, and I, I'm done. And this happened a whopping two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So I'm in Chehalis, Washington, and uh, we're, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm not doing the kids' service. I'm just part of it. So it's like a youth conference. And I went up there to uh, more or less see what they, what they had going on, and then I just kind of jumped into what they had but there was like a, a time, I can't remember how it was, like their choir got called out into the main sanctuary and it took a lot of their teachers out. So it was like this dead time of like, hey, can you do something? To, you know? And so I said, like, yeah. So we had like, I had a bunch of the magic tricks that we do. So I'm going through those and I'm doing the one where we turn the little tiny magic wand into the eight foot magic wand. You know, you pull it out of the bag. I've done that thing so many times. I can do it in my sleep, right? I, I don't know how it happened. I'm in the middle, it's about half done, maybe a little more than half done, and the bag I'm pulling it out of falls off the table, and I'm left holding this half-expanded magic wand looking like the biggest idiot. <laughs> like, And I'm just like, alrighty then. <laughs> and half the kids didn't understand what was going on. Like, it's If you don't know how it works, it's still like, what just happened? Like, but there was a few in the back, I heard them like, oh! Like they he, caught it. And I was like, oh. Man, so you can never be too comfortable. I don't care how many times you've done something. Yeah, you know, just just it, it, be aware that it could go south at any moment. You know, if I could say just one more too. I'm ready. The uh, the one with the uh, uh, when we were doing the one in front of the church and we did the battery one. Oh god, okay. that was the worst one ever. That one. Was oh, I want to. I that one makes me. That gives me like cold shivers when I yes. think about it. So like we're wrapping up, we're doing the final lesson 
on the power of the Holy Ghost, right? Was that like, like, like what? Well, I or, think so. so okay, yeah. so we get. Well, can I explain the concept yeah, yeah, of the object yeah, lesson yeah, real quick? Yeah, it was, it was, this is the coolest <laughs> lesson ever. In fact, you can you can look it up online. It's called the Light Heavy Box. You can buy it, but I made it instead. Um, and the concept is an electromagnet with a clicker that you can turn on or off. So I have a remote, and if I click it, the electromagnet snaps in, and it's a 600-pound pull where this box is now stuck to this ladder, and you're standing on the ladder, so you're basically trying to lift up your own weight, and it's a 600-pound connection. You're not going to break that. I don't care how strong you no. are. I don't care how you try to twist it. Brother Julian's a pretty stout guy. I'm a stout guy. We did everything before service. We tried to cheat every way we could to get it and you ain't gonna you're, it's not coming off well we were worried that the the battery might be wearing out because it, it's electromagnetic it works off of a 12 volt battery and so we we were trying to to make sure that this was going to be the best that it could be you know it'd be a bummer if someone actually <laughs> was able to lift that box off <laughs> that'd be a bummer wouldn't it right and so my brother larry offered his battery charger well, I don't know if it was a bad charger. I don't know what it was, but instead of charging the battery, it drained it. <laughs> so I'll let you tell the rest. Well, we, we're in the part where, you know, the little girl, we, 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 she comes and she picks up the box. And, and now we get the guy, Zeke, is going to come up and he's going to lift it. And he's going to struggle. And he's going to show like, he's going to look like, well, he comes up and picks up and picks right up. up. We're just like, uh-oh. Then he put it back down and we're, okay, hold on, hold on. Let's make some adjustments. Make sure our connections are good. Okay, now try to pick it up now. I, I remember clicking the button and I heard the click. Then I know it, it's locked. I'm like, okay, there you yeah, go. pick it up now, big he boy. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> right up again. No, I'm standing, I'm like, Instead oh, of no. 600 pounds, oh, no. it was probably like three pounds. Yeah, yeah. There was just, nothing. <laughs> I, I remember saying that. I'm like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? <laughs> and then the best ad lib that moment was, wait a second. It's because you have the Holy Ghost. You're full of Holy Ghost, right? Yeah. So, You've been prayed up. Wow, man. That's why you can overcome and you're picking up this box. Wow. <laughs> you give him. That one hurt so bad. It, it, and the sad part is that's one of the neatest lessons that, 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 we've, that we've made as far as building something. And now I'm terrified to ever use it again. Like, I'm, I'm so gun shy. <laughs> like, I, I, it, Unless I go buy a brand new battery for right before service, I'm not using it. I'm not doing it again. It's, it, and, and it's the big Sunday school service of the year that yeah. we do. You and know, that was the thing. final lesson. Final lesson. Oh. Just, yeah. But you know what? AdLib saved us. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, so, you know, yeah. and oh man, it was it was pretty brutal. But yeah, you know, I that forgot was about. Small, I, yeah. I don't think it's a forgot. I think I blocked it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, right, right. oh yeah. yeah. So moral of the story is whether you've been teaching a short time or a long time, stuff's gonna go wrong. Just get used to it. Roll with it. There's stuff you can do to mitigate it. Learn from our experiences that we've just told. Practice ahead of time for that first one. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I got to tell, tell one more because Julian <laughs> kind of touched on okay. it. All right. Uh, and this one, I, I actually got to give credit to your wife on this one. I either got to give credit or throw her under the bus because it really was her fault. <laughs> so we're doing So we're the cannon thing. So we've, we've grown into the cannon thing. But it started with the little water bottle blowing the thing. And this is, okay, so I did put the hole in the ceiling. But I'm putting it in there, and it's so funny. And I'm, I'm sitting there. I like how you just brushed that off. Yeah, I did put the hole in the ceiling. <laughs> yes, right, you right. did. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so I'm, I'm getting, I'll get back to that. So a little, little, four doll, or a little foreshadow in there. So I'm putting it in there, and we did it. And it just kind of a little poof. It like blew the top of the bottle up a little. Little bit, just kind of maybe a, a few inches, and I'm is like, this oh, one on man. the website? Car ride uh, yes, rockets, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is right, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. And so, uh, so I have all this dust, I pour it down there, and I go, Well, let's, let's try it again. And I'm, I'm like, Oh man, I'm sweating. This, this was terrible, it was a big poof. I wanted this thing to be really cool. And then Kim said, there, She goes, Just dump it all in. And I'm like, And I'm sitting there because I'm the you know, she's never seen, she's never worked with it. She's helping me mm -hmm. out on the lesson. I think you were supposed to do it, but you had to work that day or right, something. Yeah. Uh -huh. And, uh, and actually that was, actually, that was a fun, I think she came out in your fireman suit. We somehow worked it out where she was did. like, yeah. I go, you, Julian, you look like you shrunk a little bit. You feeling okay? And she's yeah. like, she's pretending that she was you. So anyways, I, I think that was that one. But yeah. anyway, it was fun. And she did a great job. And she goes, just dump it all in. And I, and I thought the p part of me was saying, I don't know if I should, you know, I was a little hesitant because I'm the scientist. I've done it before and I'm thinking, this, I'm, okay. And I, I went with it, dumped it in and we lit it. And then I, I almost pulled the 
Casey Lynn almost got over there, or she did. She got real close, and like, I'm just not going off. It was like a delayed reaction, Oof. and then a poofed, and so the top Poof. of the bottle. Poof, yeah. that was not the noise I heard. <laughs> I heard an atom bomb yeah, going so off. So it shot the top of the bottle <clears throat> off, and it did. It put, it put like a little hole in, in the ceiling. Yeah, just a little four-inch uh, hole. In the but I'm telling you, though, the kids loved it. It was exciting. It yeah. it, 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 we got our bang out of that. Now, this is a drop ceiling, too, so let's yeah, keep yeah. that in mind. So for okay. those who are here, okay. so yes. it has yes. 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 easy to make a hole in. But he then took <laughs> that lesson yeah. to the Redlands teaching seminar and and after telling the story how he blew a hole in our ceiling he proceeded to put a hole in their ceiling but not as big a little one a little notch I tried to I tried to like learn from the last mistake mishap um so anyway and i so i used the uh so it was a coffee thing i think yeah. i had your coffee yeah. package or something and so i put in thinking well this is just going to be like it was like a foil you know pouch you know whatever like you get your coffee in it and i think well this is going to be perfect it's just gonna it's not gonna do anything fluff against the ceiling yeah, yeah it's, you know it's gonna be cool and i had i think i had fluff and I, i'm not sure if i did or not well anyway so this time <laughs> i'm sitting there filming let's put some good wound and i'm getting ready and Phil's over there light it light it that's long enough it's like <laughs> this stuff the longer you wait the more powerful the explosion because yeah, 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 the yeah. carbide in water starts generating uh, oxyacetylene right yeah yeah and the longer you wait the more gas is produced and he, he, he's like, let's count down from 30. I'm like, no, three, two, one. What are you doing? I go, no, we're good, we're good, we're good. So we're doing all And then I lied it. And it, it was the loudest explosion loud. I've ever heard inside a building before. I heard it from the sanctuary. I wasn't even in there. So if you're in the Redlands Church, it's, yeah, we were in a far... The right in front of the kitchen where the, where the, the little roll-up yeah. window is. And, and I, I'm like, whoa, I'm like, wow, that was loud. And that's all I could think of. And then the people start looking up at the roof. I'm not, I'm thinking everything's good. I look up there and I see like shrapnel in the bag. The bag is stuck in, in, the in the ceiling. In the ceiling. Just a little, it was the one, it was the flutter valve, right? Yeah, yeah. It. And it's so, a little plastic, right. little thing about the size of a dime or smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, had enough weight that it actually embedded and stuck it in the ceiling. It was like a three inch little piece of, of the foil hanging off and I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> and then we then we see brother Everything okay. Shut the door, shut the no we should we shot the door before he could come in the room. Oh, and, so and I was like, oh, oh my word. Well we've been going fifty six oh, minutes. Wow. Okay. Um, but we, there, I'm sure as many stories as we told, there's probably that many more. Oh, yeah. But uh, we got to stop it here. But <laughs> but you can learn learn from our mistakes and never be put off if you do uh, mess up something. You, there's but, always But redemption. we do do be careful. I, even when I It do sounds the, like we're lunatics yeah, and yeah. we try to hurt even each other. Even when I do yeah. like the needle through the balloon and stuff, I, I like to have kids up and whatever. I, I'm, I really watch and be careful. I don't let them have it and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So we yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's fun to get the kids in, in up there doing things, you know. I don't know if you wanted to recap what we did last Sunday. It was oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. So, yeah. Go ahead and so, tell us what we did. So last week was family day. Family day is they happen every uh, about once a quarter. Yep. And it's whenever uh, we have a fifth Sunday yep. in a month. Uh, the church will have service. It's more of an afternoon service. Uh, so one service during the day. We usually don't have Sunday school. And, and uh, well, we don't have Sunday school, so we didn't have Sunday school. We usually don't run our buses, um, but um, that doesn't mean we technically take the Sunday off. Right, well, so right. we still offer rides. Uh, there was actually some new kids that came for the first Sunday uh, with uh, Sister Liz. Yeah. Um, kids came. Um, so, so the rule is because we don't have organized uh, uh, people watching. You know, the, the kids we're not able to give oversight like we normally would in a Sunday school setting is if you bring a child you're the one responsible yeah. so if you know if, if they do something silly or maybe they get hurt you're the one that has to deal with the situation yes. it's the kids have a blast there's water slides we had a mechanical bull we had the uh the, the toilet plunger races going on um it was a hot day the kids oh, loved the water slide so <laughs> I know. it felt like 120 and i think it was only like 104 or something right. only yeah. Right. It, was, it was it was it was brutal. Well, so yeah, so Saturday before on outreach, uh, we focused on it. So we had flyers for this, so the, so we hit all of our normal homes and whatever. And this is kind of a funny story. So the last family day we had, uh, Liz said that uh, none of the kids, none of them said they were coming, but apparently the apartment complex, they were all sitting there waiting. 
for us. To oh no! Up. Yeah, no. So, so we happened? basically gave him the flyer, said it's family day, and Liz went to everyone, and just in case they were picked up, so she brought some, and I think uh, I think uh, Dallas picked up Angel, and and oh, she has some cool. new kids, and and so so we so it's a good outreach tool. So mm-hmm. for Sunday school, uh, hit the uh, you know if your church is having events, go and get the kids. So <clears> awesome. Well, we've taken up uh, a lot of uh, Brother Lee, Brother Julian's time. And if you're listening out there, thank you for sticking to the end. Uh, but we appreciate you guys being with us. If you have any ideas for for us to cover, uh, send an email to info at apostolicsunnyschool.com. And uh, we may not be experts on the subject, but we can at least talk about it. <laughs> so, all right. Until then, God bless. We'll see you all later. God bless you. God bless. God bless.